Oh, hello, my beautiful people. Have you missed me? Can you believe we are now on season two? After 30 episodes, I really needed to recharge my creative juices. You know, like you get writer's block. And so here I am. So welcome back to My Life, Not Yours. And this episode is all about my new lease of life. Yes, I am recharged. I'm rejuvenated. My mind is rested. My body is invigorated. And I'm excited to bring you more of my life, not yours. To the airways, I've been dreaming of topics I can talk about that have some relevance. And it's just not, you know, nonsense. And I've been so excited that I've had to record them into a dictaphone because I'm so wired about it. And I look back at the podcast and I ask myself, why do you do it? What gives you inspiration, etc.? Because it can be a little bit off-putting when you look at some of the downloads that other podcasters get and they've got the guests on and all this kind of stuff. But mine was never intended for that. And I have a very loyal bunch of listeners and when they message me and say, I've done all your episodes, I'm all caught up, when is the next lot? I feel under pressure and I think even if you've got 25 people listening in one week or over two weeks or whatever it is, that's going to be good enough for me. Guys, I'm really glad to be back and speaking to you and actually... One of the differences this time is I remember that when I recorded my last podcasts, my voice was really raspy because I'd had COVID. I ain't going to talk about COVID too much in um, season two. But what I will say, this is going to be quite a short and sweet episode because it was just to say I'm back and this episode has loaded. And um, I have made some observations uh, over the past month or so. Because whilst I feel great and and coming back to you with hopefully some new content, um, I'm going to do a coffee and banter session or sessions rather, whereby I will have a guest on. It could be the bloody bin man. I don't think I'll get him, but I will just have some different people, ordinary people, just having a bit of a catch up with them. Now, it's unlikely that I'll get them in my front room like some of the podcasters do because they've got the whole production set up. But I think it'd be just quite nice to have a conversation with people because there's something that I find interesting about them and hope you will do too. But what I wanted to really talk about is the last 18 months, you know, we went into lockdown, most of us in March 2020, right? I promised I wouldn't talk about COVID too much, but I just need to say this point. I just need to say it. And it has been nearly, what, 18 months now, I guess, and we're coming into Christmas season. And a lot of people are feeling a bit apathetic towards COVID. So in the UK, a certain amount of people have had two jabs. Now they're trying to promote boosters because, as everybody knows, once you have a, I was going to say an infection, (laughs) once you have a jab, you need to boost that because the effects of it can wear off. So we don't really have to wear masks. They say on in London, particularly in the UK, that if you're on some of the transport systems, you should be wearing it. But listen, we've had this wishy-washy government and wishy-washy messaging going on for 18 months. You think anybody can be bothered to wear a mask? Now, I do, because I think some people's habits are just as disgusting as they were before COVID came in or when it happened or whatever. They haven't learnt. This guy was at the station the other day, sneezing, not putting his hand over his mouth, coughing and spluttering. And I just looked at him 
so I keep my mask on on public transport and in crowded places. I do find it, however, quite sad that um, people think this thing has gone away. And in the UK, I feel that we will see what happens in the next couple of weeks as the weather starts getting really cold. People don't come out so much. I mean, for me, I'm not really going to just run into crowded places. I don't because, you know, it's more about other people not being considerate and having any manners about how we should act. But yeah, I'm not about to get into crowded places, especially in the lead up to Christmas where people are getting really excited. You've got all these Christmas parties and they're saying, I've been invited to this and that and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, really? I don't care. I'd really rather be in another country, but uh, let's not get me started on travel. Extortionate. Since the US have opened its borders or whatever they want to call their lines, do you know from the UK you could get a flight to New York You'd have to work this out in your money if you're outside the UK. But you could get a flight to New York, a return, say around this time for about, I don't know, less than 500 GBP. That's great British pounds. Now we're talking about three times as much money. So we know that the flight and holiday travel industry lost money. We know that, but everybody's trying to screw us. So if you think I'm handing over three times the amount I'd normally pay, and I know everything's gone up, I'm just not doing it. So I'll have to keep my ass at home. We've also got the whole climate change crisis. So we hosted the big climate change conference in the UK. I'll just be honest with you. I feel it's all doom and bloody gloom. You turn on the news, that's if you watch the news, it's really bad news from someone being beheaded to a child that's been killed by a bloody oversized dog to someone shooting their mother. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And then I think there is a feeling of sadness for me with some people and some of them are my friends saying they're running around like a headless chicken. So what did they learn during COVID then? Did they not? And these same said friends were the ones that, oh, it's made me slow down. The pace has got quieter. But they've just become wrapped up in the social fastness of life. And I really do worry because I don't feel like that. I feel actually quite chilled out. Some of you may be saying, what the fuck are you doing then, Tina? Are you doing anything? Well, I'll come on to that in a minute. All right. A headless chicken. That has got a really negative connotation for me. Seeing someone running around without their head on. Because because they can't think, breathe or sit still. And I do know that a lot of people do not feel worthy unless they are running around saying, I'm really busy. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. Let me just come on to that statement. I'm sorry. I'm so busy. Which to me, frankly, is boring and a bit of a throwaway statement. Is it a metaphor? Not quite sure. Why not say I'm prioritising my life and you're not fucking in it? (laughs) That's not quite right. That is a bit of a joke. But I read this thing the other day that um, I actually posted about it on my new Instagram podcast handle which is 2021 at my life, not yours, just in case, but I'll put it in the show notes. So I've got a dedicated Instagram handle now for it. I've only got a few followers because I only started it the other week or something. So, you know, it takes time to build that. But I just thought I can really speak around this area a little bit more. I can do a quote and people aren't thinking, oh God, there's another boring quote because actually if you're into it, you're into it. But um, I think I have this issue as well about, oh, it's been really busy. 
I, I can't get back to you. And I, it's funny because there's one person that I got to know and she um, kept making reference. I've just been busy. I've just been busy. And actually, I think she was just saying, fuck off, Tina. I'm not interested in speaking to you anymore. And there's no easy way to be direct with people or not have them in your life or whatever. I didn't know this person that well, to be honest with you. Um, But they definitely kept saying, yeah, I've just been busy doing this. I've been busy doing that. And I just thought, why don't you just say you've got other priorities right now? I'll come back to you. Because especially when they're not in your inner circle friend group. And there's somebody else I knew as well. And uh, we met during lockdown, actually amazing woman absolutely amazing woman and you know when your spirit is so excited to be around somebody and you know it's not going to be forever you know it's not going to be you're not going to see them every week it's just somebody that's coming to your network and during lockdown we had drinks on her balcony and it was just really cool I thought this person is amazing do you know since she works for herself and since she has gone back into the world of work she can't even find time for coffee. And um, I make jokes with her about it because she is just such a beautiful spirit. But you know what? The universe may be saying something else and just say, actually, this person isn't meant to be in your life. And I believe now that I have so much value for myself. You know, I've spoken about before where I've lost friends through stupid behaviour or not believing in myself that I've done the right thing. And now if it happens, I usually lay down and can feel quietly confident I didn't do anything wrong. Well, most of the time. And I will go to them if I feel I have done. And if, if, then they are still not keen to me or whatever, then I think it's on you, not me, really. And I sometimes think we have to watch out for signs and listen to these little innuendos that may be made and you can't push it you can't push people being in your life or not and so this particular person who I wish was really we could hang out again and almost relive it I've made a joke with her and said I just realized you were part of the lockdown phase and I may never see you again it's almost romantic but she was just an amazing soul and some people I just tolerate and think yeah they're all right may have met them in work and you know I still don't call them friends I don't care (laughs) being a friend you know, you are told things about yourself and honesty. And I think um, another friend that I got to see a couple of weeks ago had lost their father uh, this period. And it's nothing to do with COVID, but it just made me realise, you know, I've been with, uh, friendly with this person for 25 years plus. And we sat down and had the most beautiful afternoon having lunch and just talking shop. And it's just like you've never been away. So when you're having to fight with people not fight but when you're feeling that resistance from people that you've known two minutes why do we fight it and I'm not just speaking for myself on this one I am speaking to a few people out there that have come to me and said why don't they and why won't he and why won't she it's not love interests it's just friendships and I've done I think an episode on friendships but I think I might go there again because one of the things I've also realized while I've been away is people use that word too flippantly oh, my mate or my friend or whatever, don't use it like that. You know, a friend is something quite strong. I've probably got about three or four friends. I know a whole heap of people, but they're not my friends. No, not at all. Enough on that one. And uh, the person who doesn't want to uh, meet me until 2025, if, if I'm lucky, not a coffee in sight. Actually, I will say that I did leave her a lovely birthday message today. And she said, what a lovely singing voice you've got. So the other thing I realised when I was away from you all is that sometimes we need to think about 
not only our purpose, but things that make us smile, things that radiate love, happiness, make you laugh, make you cry. And I realise I love myself enough. I don't mind being in my own company, but it's to my own detriment now, because actually when I'm out with people, I love it. Not all the time, but being around people and laughing out loud is fabulous. When I start being flatlined, and I'm not saying low, depressed or anything, because I'm not, but when I feel a bit flat, it's because I haven't seen anybody for maybe five days. And that does happen quite a bit with me, which I don't mind, but I need to challenge myself now. Remember, I haven't got children and I haven't got a partner. Um, So it's me, which is fine. And I'm quite comfortable with that, but I need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and push myself to be out there. Because I work for myself as well, I could work in my house all five days. There's a few challenges I'm setting myself and I've decided I want to find a new hobby or hobbies or interests or even experiences where I am involved with more than two people. That is a goal I'm setting myself because I'm going to take piano lessons and for the fourth time somebody has said what a lovely singing voice I have and I might do singing lessons Mm, to go with my piano playing. So I'm going to buy my piano because I literally thought I had to have everything in its place, build a music room, buy the piano, then get the lessons. Now, fuck that. I could be dead tomorrow. Just get the piano and start the lessons because it gives me joy. And actually, people, either side of me, I've got a guy that's playing bass guitar and another one. One of them's in a band just a you know, local, he's a teacher, so he's in some band with his mates. And I have this really big passion to be part of a, a jazz funk or jazz band, local. Well, it might not be local. And I'll never forget my um, goddaughter's um, partner was part of a big jazz band. And I just loved the vibe it had. You know, there were, I think there were 12 of them. She was a singer and uh, there were lots of other people in it and I really loved it I went to listen to them they played at weddings and stuff like that and I thought right that's it so I've got to get this piano playing and I learned the guitar by ear so I'm just rambling on a little bit about what I need to do but if I'm telling you it means I'm holding myself accountable because maybe one day somebody will send me a question that says oh Tina do you remember you said in November 2021 you were going to find new experiences and play the piano where are we now you know six months later wouldn't that be great I know that I've got to do that and I think it is a real big fight with myself in not making work a priority. It's never been a priority but it has been survival because we all need money. We need money to live the way we want to live. Some may be living on the street and they may choose that or they may not choose to do that and I say that because I work with the homeless and some people do choose to live on the street before you all jump down my throat. Doing the things we love doing and I think... Tina, what is it that you really love doing? I love being around the close friends that I've got and having a laugh. Another example of that is, was it last Saturday? I met up with somebody I knew from my athletics um, time together. We used to train a lot and we used to hang out a lot. She's much older than me. And we bumped into each other about six, five months ago uh, in the hairdresser. And I said, Sandra. And she said, Tina. And, you know, it was the most beautiful thing. And I invited her back for dinner or lunch, rather, a couple of weeks later. We got our nails done, all girly things. And then she had a birthday gathering last Saturday. And I thought, oh, I haven't really met many of her friends. I met her sister a long time ago and whatever. And they're a bit older. I thought I'd probably be in bed by nine o'clock because it started around six. Do you know, 
It was one of the best evenings of my life. It was absolutely fantastic. We played stupid games with our phone. There's one called, I think it's equivalent of charades in Teams. She catered, she got caterers in. So this is another thing, right? We have these dinner parties, don't we? Well, some of us do. I love cooking, but you know what? When I've got more than four or five people around now and it can be a bit of a free-for-all and it's a bit more casual... I'm getting caterers in because I slave in the kitchen to perfection all day. And by the time we get to the meal, I just want to be sick. I don't want to eat it or anything like that. So forget that. I ain't cooking them big old meals again. Unless it's a smaller party and it's meant to be that way. She got the caterers in. We all took doggy bags home. Oh my God, it was amazing. We didn't leave till about half past one in the morning. And that was just a bunch of people coming together just to chat. I hadn't met them And it was just great. And, you know, I captured that feeling. I was extremely grateful for some of the friendships. And I am going to do another episode on gratitude because we do need to say thank you a lot. Actually, when you do start being grateful for what you've got, what you have or what you want, you will see things start to manifest around you. And that is the law of attraction. So just to recap, my business is starting to boom. And that's thanks to the law of attraction, because one of my goals was get X amount of clients by such and such a date. And with the law of attraction, you ask, you believe that you're going to get it and then wait for it. Then wait to receive it. Let me tell you something. This phone has been ringing every week. Tina, can we talk to you about Tina? Can we do it? And I just love it. So I've taken on quite a few bits. I'm getting another brief for something else next week. And um, it's been lovely, but I'm just mindful. All work, no man and no play makes Tina a dull girl, right? So (laughs) I need to make it a priority for a partner, a travel buddy and all these things. So um, as the law of attraction continues to work its magic, I'm actually now focusing on my bathroom renovation which in some form or another needs to have started by the 31st of December this year, i.e. I must have costed it all up, sourced all my materials, all the work tradespeople, and it's good to go either by the 31st of March, I've done all the 31st of December, rather I've done all that, and it starts later on in the new year, or work has started before Christmas. The downside is, you know you have to be quite close to your home when you're doing things like this. I've only got one loo. So I'm going to have to go and stay in a bloody hotel or something right near my house because I haven't got any, you know, good friends near me that will put me up and have me in and out like that. And so I think, you know, while the toilet's ripped out and all that kind of stuff, um, I might have to do that. But yeah, I've been having fun actually doing some mood boards because I think I've mentioned before that I did an interior design course and I really, really loved it. And I would do that again. But again, it's not an experience with loads of people. So I am just going to focus on looking at experiences doing with people and what I can find a passion that I didn't believe I liked. It has been great just having this break and coming back to you, even with a non-croaky voice. So the COVID has literally left my body. I still get a little bit breathless going upstairs, only going upstairs. Yet I can work out for like 45 minutes doing cardio or something because I work out nearly every day, as I said to you. But it's going upstairs. I don't know what that's about. But I just want to say... If you're feeling a little bit, uh, uh, what is going on? You just need to take some time out. And it's not always a holiday. It's a a time out from the mobile phone. It's time out from other people. Even if you have to go and do retail therapy. I mean, I'm I'm just not into that anymore. Oh, 
By the way, talking of retail therapy, here's an embarrassing thing for you. So one of my clients actually put out a um, plea to people to support the Afghan community who have literally been displaced, haven't they? They've sort of gone to all these different countries because of the Taliban. And so we have received quite a lot in the UK. Anyway, cut a long story short, this email comes through. If anybody's got any warm winter clothing, blah, 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 blah. Now, twice a year... I probably do what we call in the UK a car boot sale, where you sell goods at the back of your car boot. I love it. Any old iron, any old iron, roll up, roll up, come and get it for a tenner, fiver or two P, as we would say. (laughs) No, I just love interacting with people and they bargain with you and buy your goods. And I've got really good stuff. Some of it's never been worn if it's clothes. I've got electronics and all this kind of stuff. When this plea came through, I thought, that's it. I'm going to clear all those clothes that I couldn't sell at the car boots, plus some other stuff. These poor people have nothing. Do you know, I had, well, the average suitcase size is 23 kilos. I had three suitcases that I could donate. And they sent a courier, so they had to spend money just to get my goods. And I felt so good, people. It was a charity thing. It's going to a good home. I'm, I, I felt so disgusted, though, relating back to the retail bit. There was stuff that I was putting in there. There's a pure wool coat. It cost me probably about 200 GBP pounds. That went in the bag. I thought, because somebody is going get, to get good use out of that. And look, you can sell these things on secondary sales sites, but I just thought, no, I'm giving it away. So I've emptied out half my loft of shit that I haven't worn, used or whatever for a long time. And it felt good. So if you want to do something this Christmas rather than buy loads of presents rather than gorge yourself stupid perhaps think about working for a charity that could be for um I don't know women in refuge or in fact now that I've spoken that out loud as I said I've done a lot for the homeless but maybe I do something like that and do women that have uh, are leaving abused homes and have to go in a refuge and so I think I might do that at Christmas because Christmas doesn't mean that much to me I don't spend it with family or anything like that and um, I can't get away well I can get away but I'm not playing I'm not paying the price so yeah ah oh, this has been quite therapeutic to talk to you whoever's listening but listen I'm going to be back next week, but what I really do need you all to do is start reviewing this podcast, even if you're not on Apple Podcasts, which is a bit stupid that it's the only place that you can leave a review. Please, please, please head over onto iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I'm sure you don't have to download the app, especially if you've got an iPad and you maybe use another type of phone. Go over there, look for My Life, Not Yours by Tina Jean. Leave me a nice review. Let's build my following. And then also follow me on Instagram at, 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 which is not correct. It's 2021, My Life, Not Yours. But I guess you say at 2021, my life, not yours. So people, until the next time, which won't be very long. And I've got a nice one for you in a couple of weeks. Take care of yourselves. Head on over, leave me a review and rate me. And I'll speak to you very soon. Take care.